Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. Thank you for hanging in there with us. You're watching a brand new Ike Live show on this glorious Sunday evening. Uh, we've heard from some great guests tonight, including the Bass. What would you call him? What would Ken's title be? The Bass? Uh, Swami. Encyclopedia. He's the, a Swami, the Encyclopedia of, of, of All Things Bass. Yeah, Encyclopedia of All Things Bass. Ken Duke joined us. <laughs> yeah, like, and uh, we just heard from Justin Atkins. Hey, Pete, we're um, doing a live show right now. It's all right. He doesn't, he doesn't worry. Nobody worries. <laughs> It's been a great show. Uh, let me remind everybody watching, uh, this is a really cool part of the show. This is the third segment. And Brian DeCarpenter uh, is going to put up a toll-free number on the screen here in a second. And <coughs> we're going to leave these lines open the entire third segment. Um, if you've got a question or comment, you could IM them. But if you want to call in and if you want to talk to us about anything you heard tonight, please, man, we want to hear from you. We're also going to be doing a uh, MTB unboxing, and we're going to be reviewing a really cool TH product uh, called the Troll Jacket here in a second. Um, but before we do that, Brian DeCarpenter. Yeah. All right, back. I do want to catch up on a few things. Uh, we talked about uh, a lot of stuff. We talked about a lot of catch-up. But I would like to talk about a recent trip that we had, Pete Klusik, to Iceland. With Miss Rebecca. Miss Rebecca, join us on the casting couch. Back. How you doing tonight? I'm good. Who are you wearing tonight? I have on my free people sweatshirt. Free people sweatshirt. I'm in comfy mood. And you want to name the sweatpants or just going to let them ride? Let them ride. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> let me ride. Oh, we, um, uh, a viewer of the show. Who's that from? Me? Oh, I don't know. i got to look it up. A Was viewer of the show. That what? Wait, was it? Yeah, it was Kane. Uh, yeah, Kane Simpson. You know Kane? I from, love Kane from Instagram fame. Yes, Kane sent us in this fine work. <laughs> Pizza <laughs> sloth. <laughs> Look at that. I'm three toed, bitches. <laughs> That's wow. A, that's a good looking sloth. You look, you look good as a sloth, Pete. <laughs> look at that. You Poor Pete. Furry body of yours. <laughs> I'm three toed bitches. I'm three toed bitches. <laughs> oh my god. That's Dude, amazing. I gotta tell you, Kane sits in the best. Dude, the best stuff on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Besides, Eric's doing some great stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. But his stuff is no, I give it. I'm giving it to I Kane. love it. Yeah. I, la yeah. I laugh every time I, I see it. I stuff. think his work has room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, now, Beck, I, I do, I'm glad you joined us on the casting couch because I wanted to review a little bit of Iceland, give people a glimpse of the trip. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad to have you here to talk about it a little bit. We didn't see any sloths there, but it yeah. was incredible, 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 incredible. <laughs> uh, let me let me start off with this, Brian DeCarpenter. I don't know if you realize this. Yes. What an easy trip this is, because we've we've taken some long trips. We went to Alaska. We we've taken some long trips before. I literally, I got to tell you, Pete, you get on a flight in Philadelphia, and in five and a half hours you land in Reykjavik. You're in Iceland. Five and a half hours. What? Direct. Ooh. It's that easy. 
I think I think a lot of people, like even me, I think I had built up like ice and oh my god, you know it's going to be fifteen hours. You're going to have uh, connections. Get a float and, plane in. Yeah, and we got to get on snowmobiles. And Dude, so easy. Straight in to get there. Yeah. Right back. Yes. Super easy to get there. Do you know uh, why? No. Because tourism is now the number one revenue source in Iceland. I did know that. Do you know what used to be the number one? Ice. No? Sheep? Aluminium. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I said it right that time. (laughs) (laughs) And before aluminium, number one export, number one uh, business? Lambs. No? No? Ice. No? (laughs) Herring. Fish. Oh, yes. Fish. Oh, really? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Herring. Yeah. How about that? Salted fish. That's right. Very interesting. Uh, I, Iceland, it, uh, man, I, I tell you, it's, I, I can't, I, I'm almost speechless how amazing the country was, how amazing the trip was. Um, Reykjavik was cool. It, it's a really, how would you describe that city? It's a, it's a clean no. city. I'm, it's hold very on for manageable. A yes. You can't say aluminum and uh, you can say the name of that city? Yep. Reykjavik. Yeah, but he's who's saying he's, he's saying not it right? Saying it completely right. <laughs> Whatever. Just he's Whatever. <laughs> Hurrahs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to the casino. Hurrahs after yeah. this. Okay. Well, we don't know what Reykjavik how, how to say. Okay, so. that's that would explain. Right. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Y'all. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like a um, like a Dutch city. You feel like a bit yeah. like you're in the Netherlands. Yeah. So it's very. So it's Reykjavik's a very clean, modern city. It's nice. It's very. It's small. It's manageable. There aren't a million people walking around. It's 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 a really cool city, and I and I enjoyed our time there. We had one day there, but then from Reykjavik we took a, just a real short flight, like a forty minute flight, to what was the airport like? The airport? Oh my okay, god! Okay, so here's no no no. Oh here's, my god! Here's the thing. So you got to hear about this. Yes. You have to fly into the international airport. Yeah. These are two different airports. Right. Only international flights come in and out of the international airport. So I believe it was after World War II, the U.S. gave Iceland their military base. They gifted it to Iceland. Here, have have your land back. Have your land back. (laughs) Have your land back, bitches. Right. But that became the international airport because the runways were long enough to handle the big international planes. Yes. You're welcome. Then, if you choose to go domestically to anywhere else in Iceland, yeah. you have to travel 45 minutes. It's right. It was downtown Reykjavik. Yeah, Reykjavik. Yeah. Um, but there's a domestic <clears throat> airport, and that's where you fly to the different yeah. cities. And so this Iceland. airport, Brian, I swear to God, this is how it happened. So yes. we get there, and we get there like an hour and a half before. Like, we just, we don't even know. Right, it's yeah. normal. Yeah. There's going to be security, you know. We get there, and like, we're looking around, and it's like, there's like no, there's like a counter, and then there's like the gate right next to it. I'm looking around. I'm very confused, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like one room. Yeah. Where, where's like, all the bullshit at? Yeah. Like I, literally, <laughs> I, I like literally go up there, and they don't even want to see our passports. So yeah. just like name, you know, whatever, whatever. All right, how many bags you got here? All right, there you go. There's your gate. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It was the weirdest and the same thing, chick man. Who took your bags? Flew the plane. Flew the plane. She like, <laughs> she, like, then, I mean, what was the point of it? Then she yeah. took your ticket two seconds later <laughs> at the door. Like, okay, yeah, and you just walk outside yeah. and get on the plane. Did, was, was she also the official at your wedding? No, no. But I have to tell you, we learned our lesson so that when we flew back uh, to Reykjavik from um, yeah. I, 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 I slaughter that, sorry. Um, we showed up 15 minutes before the flight. Yeah. 
on the return 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. That was it. We were good. We were good. Wow. We walked up, handed the bags, they printed out a ticket, we handed it right back to her two yeah. seconds later. Yeah. and Yeah, so anyway, we so we, we take that flight, <laughs> and, and we went to the Troll Peninsula, the northern, well, I guess it would be a little northeast, but the northern shore of the island of Iceland. And the best way I can describe it, it's, it's and we talked about it, I think it was off camera, it, it's like Brian DeCarpenter, it's like, reminds me a little bit of Alaska, right? But it's like, if you can imagine Pennsylvania, uh, you know, Pennsylvania or upstate New York, couple hundred years ago. That's the best way I can describe it, dude. Untouched. You know what I mean? Just. Mm-hmm. I think that's a horrible description. No, it's not. Very few homes. It's a Ma- horrible description. You you gave no one a visual. No, I did. <laughs> you, it it seems no like the front There's frontier. no trees. It, okay. it, is well, this, it is this like pristine, like green, like open pasture, open mountain ranges with water flowing everywhere, waterfalls, rock, like... Like almost rainbows. Like the, the per- everywhere. rainbows everywhere, permafrost, like <laughs> like the way the rocks like cracked open and then just water flows down, just waterfalls, just kind of everywhere, and like mm-hmm. sheep just popping around, like pristine, like you're walking places that someone has probably never sheep stepped and foot. hay wow. everywhere. There's no predators, so there's there's no there's no snakes, there's that's no true. Bears, there's no wolves, so you're free to roam. You don't need a you gun. Want. You don't have to strap. You, you don't go. have to pack any heat. No polar bears. There's nothing. No, because if a polar bear ends up on Iceland, they have to. The polar bears every once in a while come over from Greenland and the Arctic Circle on icebergs, and they come kind of drifting over. If they end up on the mainland, they just instantly get shot. Yeah, they have Polar bears do. They don't (laughs) want to mess up the whole ecosystem. Yeah. You You saying something, Brian, or who? But we were 20 miles from the Arctic Circle. We were. Which you'd never know, because it was 50 degrees, which is cooler than normal. Like, they said they didn't really get their summer. It was cooler than normal, but, Mm -hmm. like... It was 50 at night. Yeah. It was 50 during the day. Yeah. Like, it was just 50. Yeah, it was ama- It was amazing. It was amazing, Um, you know, see glaciers still, you know, up in the mountains. Uh, see what? Glaciers. <laughs> <laughs> now, the coolest thing was, it does, It just kind of randomly rains, like a, like a drizzle. Yeah, there's a lot the of rain. There's a lot of rain. But you can see it coming for miles. Like, there's nothing to stop your view, so you just kind of see this rain coming. No like trees. That? And here's some of the the food was outstanding, and I want to give you a little listing, Brian, of some of the food, weird food that we ate. And and Eric, give me, I want I want a nod from you on whether you would eat this or not. I want a yes or a no, okay? Here's some here are the list of some of the items we ate. <clears throat> Number one, fermented shark. A yes. Oh God, don't I wouldn't okay. ever again. Number two. <laughs> Number two, puffin. The bird? Uh, the bird. That I'm a little shakier on. Puffin. A little shakier on puffin. Maybe. So-so on puffin. Dude, they're so, so, so cute. They're so cute. Yeah, exactly. We just ate that's a, that's that puffin straight up. <laughs> I'm going to visualize one while I'm eating it. Nah, it's not good. Okay. Number three. Lamb. <laughs> lamb. Yeah. 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 I need lamb. Number four. Whale. Uh, I'm going to go with no. No. That, that sounds too blubbery. I don't you know, were willing kind of to eat the it? fermented shark and, and not, not the, the whale. whale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the whale's uh, the a whale mammal. Is good. There's not much logic behind that. Yeah, but different. fermented, it means it's just hung to oh, rot. Oh, the shark was fermented. The shark was just, That's it was like rotted. It's aged. It just hangs in a cage yeah. and just drips well, the oil well, and Well, now that you put it like that. Wow. Yeah. All right, and That's last. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound good. Last but not least, and, the, and these are all foods, by the way, we actually did eat. Last but not least, reindeer meat. Oh hell yeah! 
Hell yeah! That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. The table that we were eating for Dasher dance. Yeah, we did have reindeer. Yeah. Yeah, we did have reindeer. Yeah, food was outstanding. Food was amazing. amazing. Um, it's such a cool place, man. So we end up doing a lot of stuff. We did hiking. We did whale watching. We saw humpbacks. That was cool. We got we got we did uh, our nuptials. We had a Viking remarius uh, for the tenth time. That was nice. A Viking? Yeah, an actual Viking. Yeah. What's different about that? He was a. What's different about what the Viking? It was a ceremony. The ceremony? Yeah. Like, it was all. He, in, it was in ice. He wore the hat. He had fur. He had a sword. <laughs> no, seriously. It, oh, absolutely. Really? Yes, yeah, it was in Icelandic. Yes. yes, it was so cool. Did you cool. post pics? Oh yeah. No, okay. we did. Po- we posted one did pic. Did we post one Asenia? The Viking wasn't in there. No. Why the hell would you not? Post I don't know. We need to post that. We need to post that. Yeah, I want to see the damn Viking. Plus, shoot him a with little sword. love. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, he hung with us for three days. Yes. He was the guy who was stuck with us. Yeah. Like you show up yeah. at this lodge. Yeah, so we lodge, had a, we had a like, guide. Here's we your had guide. A, we had sort of a guide, like a full-time guy that took care of us, which was cool. And that was the Viking? That was the, the Viking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we kind of told him about the wedding. Yeah. He got excited. He dressed up as a Viking. And- <laughs> he kept he kept us busy during the day. We drank with him at the bar at night. It was, yeah. it was great. That's awesome. It was yeah. good. And then I, I I got this is Ike Lai, so I got to talk about this part of it. And it was it was one of the highlights of the trip for me, was the fishing, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it was. It I thought was, you were gonna say the beer spots, Ike Lai. No, well, the beer spa was. Uh, let's talk about that first. Talk a little bit about the beer spa. And this is a real thing. This because a, you guys thought where I was bullshitting. We when thought I it was a joke. This is a real thing. So you go to these places and you sit in a wooden tub and it's filled with beer, and hops. And, so beer, like, in the early of, stage. You know what beer's in that big yeah, vat? it's a wart, yeah. It's that beer. Yeah. 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 And they I, they must have had some sort of oil, because your skin was just amazing afterwards. It was nice and... Or it could have been smooth. semen. Are you drinking the be- the bath water? No. So you have a tap sitting right next to you. <laughs> Are you peeing in the bath water? <laughs> no. God, who? No. It's so beer. you sit in warm beer. Mm-hmm. And you just have the your glass right and the there, tap dude. right next to you, and you just fill it up, right there. and you drink it, <laughs> and you're in right hot there. water. So your beer, when you get to the bottom, is a little warm. So you're like, eh, <laughs> and you just get a new one. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it, for like, what, 45 minutes? You just oh, try dude. to drink as much beer as you can. Dude, it was great. But I lo- but let me tell you, Brian, this is the best part of it. So we did the whole thing. We been there for 30, 40 minutes, whatever it was, soaking and drinking, and we're having a great time. And then you hear they come by, because there's a time limit on it, so they come by and they knock on your door, you know, and it's your time's up or whatever. You know, we're like, cool, we're, we're naked, you know, so we get out and we put put our robes on and we get out and, like, the spa person's, like, like walks us out and, like, would you like to go to the relaxation room? And I'm like, I look at Beck and I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I'm like, what what is it? Like, what's up there? You know, it's, and it's upstairs, you know, like, what is it? What's up there? And she didn't really have an answer for it. I don't know if she spoke great English or whatever. She was like, you relax? <laughs> you know, I'm like, so I look it back and I'm like, well, fuck, we got to try this shit. Like, let's go relax. So I didn't, know relax what, my ass off. I didn't know what we were getting into, you know. So we're naked. We're in robes and we're walking up the steps. We're in robes. It's like so, yeah, but we're naked underneath. So okay. we're walking up these steps. And, you know, we get to the top of the steps. And it's like real dark, but there's just a dim light so you can see what's going on. What kind and of steps, man? All wooden and everything? Like, yeah, the wooden there. steps. No, no, it was up. carpeted. Oh, was it carpeted? It was carpeted because yeah. everything was now plush. Yeah, plush, Relaxing. Plush. So you get up top of a step, and, and <laughs> the lights are dim. You can barely see, and there's that spa music playing. You're just real relaxing, like, shh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's just, yeah. everything's calm. And we get up there, and we look, and there's, like, couples, like, laying in, like, 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 uh, 
chairs. Lounge chairs. Chase, yeah. Chases all over the place. And there's like a couple all, here. All in one room? Yeah, all in one room. Just all sitting around room. together. And there's a couple there. There's a couple there. There's a couple there. And they walk us around. And we're, we pass like three or four couples till we get to these two empty chairs. And she's just like, you know, she puts her hands like, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like lay, you know. So, so Wait, like, what, what are you, what are the couples wearing? Robes? Robes. No, no. Well, so you lay down, yeah. and they literally cocoon you. Yeah, yeah. In you these lay. blankets. <laughs> so now you're like. Yeah. Cocooned. So you lay down, and then they they papoosh you yes. in this blanket. And so now so all you see are people's heads. Yeah. So I'm laying like I I already started I could feel the crap the I could feel it building <laughs> so I fucking I, and it's calm and relaxing it's dark and now we're both cocooned and it's quiet and I look at back and she's laughing. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was it. You just relax. <laughs> well, here's Dude. the other thing. Here's the other thing that they have all over the place. They, they have all these hot tubs. They have, like, hot tubs everywhere. So I think most people come prepared in a bathing suit or whatever, uh-huh. and they love to have their hot tubs outside. Yeah. So the other option yeah. was you could go outside and get in the hot tub, but, like, that that wasn't going to work for us. Like, were we going to, like, flash everyone and get in naked? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Brian, I don't think they would let you in this place because after you were done all that, like if you wanted to get into the regular hot tub, you'd have to shower because they're real funny about that. So, you know, one of the rules is you can't be overly hung because you embarrass the other guys right out of the room. So they probably wouldn't even let you in there. So anyway, so beer spot. So now we have to talk about we – went, we went fly fishing. We, we must discuss the fly fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So get back to the fishing. The beer spot was great, but the fishing was uh, – it, it was pretty amazing. It's funny because, like, I had this vision of fishing in ice, of, of trout fishing in Iceland as being, like, the easiest, you know, like, just giants, yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. will. It's easy. It's easy. Everywhere. And it was not like that, right? And and the the funny thing about it is, you know, so here's me and Becky, and they and the, the place we stayed hooked us up with this guy. And he spoke English, but it was sort of broken. Like, it was okay. Yeah. They all and, speak Icelandic. Yeah, and and I for a fact because we ended up asking him later in the day. Like everyone he gets are seasoned fly anglers. You know what I mean? Like the the clients he gets are dudes that fly fish, chicks that fly. That that's all they do. You know, so we show up, dude, and we're like, we got fly gear that was given to us by one of the pure fishing companies. It was amazing. Yes, gear. I mean it was ridiculously Hard, amazing gear. Hardy rods and reels, Hardy rod and reels, and a Hodgman uh, gear, waders and jackets. Thank you, Hodgman and Hardy. Amazing stuff, dude. I mean, like stuff that we should never own, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's still thinking, like he sees us with this gear, and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh, these, these guys are good." Oh yeah. Yeah. And dude, we get out there, and I swear, dude, <laughs> so bad. dude Becky's hooking herself every other cast. So I'm listen, like, I've I never, I have never gone fly fishing ever. Yeah. I have practiced casting. In the backyard, 
two, three times. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I got this. All right, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah. poor man had to pull the yes. hook out of my hat <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. And I kept telling him, I was like, you might want to stand back. I promise I'll get better at this. And yeah. you can see him. He's like, oh, my but God. But here's the silver lining, dude. He was He was really great. He was really great. He was really patient. And dude, we did get a lot better. It's like it's like anything in fishing. Like it's, it just mm-hmm. keep repetition. You know what I mean? But dude, I have a new appreciation for fly fishing. I swear, it's really difficult. Like I know sometimes fly guys, we give them a hard time or whatever. Dude, extremely difficult to make the presentation in current. Like that was so key. And yeah. and and you know, like the one big thing I know a lot of bass guys are watching. And this is interesting, Pete. And in, in what we do most of the time, we're casting upstream, right? And, and like, if we were going to Capilano Creek, Brian, we'd, we'd go. Yep. We'd have two cars. We'd park one up. We'd drive the other one down. And we would wade upstream the entire time. And we'd get to that pool, and we would cast with a spinning rod, with a nightcrawler or a spinner. We'd cast up and let it drift. That's what you do in bass fishing, too. Mm-hmm. But this that wasn't the deal because of the way you had to present the fly. You couldn't keep contact right with the fly if you cast it upstream. So you're actually like you're you're casting parallel, like straight in front of you, and then letting it drift down till it gets down dead down current, and then you strip it back, and then you make another presentation. And learning how to have the right amount of slack in that to let that fly or nymph or streamer drift down naturally, dude, very very difficult. I'm telling you, Becky, this doesn't sound complicated at all. It was so hard. <laughs> it, it was, was so, so hard. It's it was so hard. And not understanding, like, how the fly, like, what it's doing in the water. Like, like we're so used to knowing what, like, a crankbait or yeah. a plastic or what it yeah. does in the water. Like, I don't understand what a fly is doing in the water. Like, and I don't understand what I'm, I'm trying to, like get the fish to yeah. think is in the water. Yeah, like, there, there, it's so it's so. Yeah, confusing. there's a little technique that he taught me called a mend. And a mend yeah. is, you know, like, once it starts getting down to where the current's pulling on the line, you, like, sort of, like, loop your rod, and you put, like, a, a artificial loop of slack back into it and mend it, and it throws a little more slack and slows it down a little and keeps it natural. It was, dude, it was it was amazing learning experience, and, and we had nothing up until about, like, two, you know, we had fish for two or three hours with nothing because we were around them and we couldn't present right. But then the last two or three hours... It started to come together. We caught a few browns. We caught a few sea trout. I caught one. Becky caught one. And it made the trip. Awesome. You I know? saw the pics. Oh, yeah. It was, was great. Cool. Becky's was bigger. It was bigger. Yeah. I tried to make mine look bigger, but I yours think hers was bigger. I don't know. No, we're, they, were both, they were both nice ones. They were they both were. nice ones. It was fun. And then it was like, all right, we can go home now. Yeah. My arm was so tired. Yeah. I had yeah. been casting for like eight hours straight. It I was fun. I can't even feel my wrist. I'm like, I, I'm done. It was fun. It was uh, anyway. It was. Did a tri- you keep them? Did you? No, it was all that particular stream was all catch and release. It was all fly fishing only. They manage their their fisheries very well there. It's extremely managed, which is great, you know. But mm-hmm. you man, have to buy a permit for a certain pool. Yeah. With a rod, so yeah. like you're literally buying a rod's worth for a pool. Yeah. What? Extremely managed. Yeah. So it would be like sounds inter- like a lack of freedom. Well. It's managed, and not every place is like that. But yeah. but but some of these world class streams are managed like that. So I I totally get it. But uh, if anybody's watching, real quick, and this is not a paid shout out, but uh, if you want to go to Iceland, um, we stayed at an amazing place. It was great. If you want to check it out, it was called Depler Farms. 
It was through uh, an uh, agency called Eleven Experience. Give them a look, man. It was it was trip of a lifetime. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was like it was like the adult version of Disney. Like anything you wanted to do. Anything you wanted to do. Yeah. Mike, Mike had, said, Mike said, can we walk on the roof? They're like, yeah, we'll get you a ladder. Yeah, the roof had the roof was a living roof. Dude, I saw that. Yeah, that's what that was that that's what I want to know about. Oh yeah. How how was their grass? Talk to me. I I I mean I don't know like they. How's it, the house not rot away with? I have no uh, idea. No, because everything's metal. Every every underneath. part of the house, yeah, is underneath metal is because metal. the winds are just as bad as the snow. Metal Probably rust. worse. The wind is yeah. worse, you know, hmm. in Iceland than the snow that they deal with, and so it, everything is like metal. Yeah, Brian, wow. here's here's something interesting too that you and Eric would be real interested in. Um, they also on their roof, it was a living roof, had all grass inside. It was so cool, <laughs> but they also had magic mushrooms up there. It was magic oh, really? mushroom they season. Did. We couldn't find any. Get out. Someone had yeah. already been up there. The, the gardener had picked <laughs> Interesting. The gardener had picked But they were like blueberries. Like just oh, growing. Wild blueberries. You could just walk around and pick blueberries cool. off the ground and eat yeah. them. The water, you could just drink the water. Yep. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's neat. Perfectly clean water. Gave you the shits, but you could drink the water. <laughs> well, they say it's got the lowest crime rate anywhere. They, but uh, the they, they also say they have the nicest people. On the planet. They are so nice. Is Sounds like Pete was doing some, some so research nice. in between tennis matches. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're single, though, living in Iceland is tricky. Beck, right? Well, if you're from Iceland. If you're from Iceland because and you're single. if you're from Iceland, you cannot go more than seven generations back and not find someone related to you. How about that? Uh-oh. So they actually have an app that you can go on and figure out if that person is related to you. To make sure that they're, they're you. not... Less that, than four in that generations. close window. Less than wow. four. Less than four. Wow. The app I met. Make ba- sure you're not dating your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, we uh, I don't know, some kind of road trip down to the the um, uh, the Preakness. Yeah. Right? Down to Baltimore, Timonium. Yeah. And me and a bunch of guys, we met these Swedish nannies. Girls, you know, young girls over here from Sweden. Yeah. Well, the one of them was Icelandic, and her last name was Godfin's daughter. Yes. Because yes. her father's name was Godfin. That's right. And her brother's last name was Godfinson. Yes. That's right. We oh, know that this. That was so fascinating. It yep. is fascinating. Yeah. We know this. The bartender explained this to us at the resort. Yeah. She was explaining that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I, 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 I missed the premise. Yeah. So you would be Glusik's son. And why? So that I don't <laughs> be Glusik's son. But no, uh, no like, you would actually be Glusik's son, bitches. <laughs> Is that so I don't bed down my daughter or my what the no, my sister? No, no, it's just a tradition. Like if it you were so, I don't understand. You, were so in, you were so and so's daughter, you were so and so's son. Okay. Like and that's yep. how the names. What the hell just happened? I thought you were trying. I thought you were going off on a different tangent. But like, but so think about it. Your children. So well, actually, that's not even true. Like, so your your children would have a different last name than you. Beck Godfin, I think, was the father's first yeah, name. Yeah, you're right. So, so just, you, that's what I was thinking. So your son would be Pete's son, and yeah, your daughter so would be Jake Pete's would be Jake Pete's son. Wow. Jake. And Pete's you're son. not allowed to have daughters. <laughs> Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> Crazy. Right. Oh, and they also, I'm, depending I'm, on which tense you're yes, talking you in, past, present, or future, right? They actually change your first name. Your they first do. name is is actually like translated into a past, present, or future tense. So confusing. Oh, her it name was confusing. Juliana Godfin's daughter. I just remembered. First name is Juliana. 
Truly Shout out to Swedish nannies. Well, that must have been the present time. Swedish nannies in the house. Mm. But what? From Iceland. It was, a re- it was a very interesting language. I think I got a caller on the line. Oh, we do. Are they Icelandic? Let's find out. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Matt from Wisconsin. How you doing tonight? What's your question? Well, well first, I just want to say thank you. I was the grand prize winner for the Ice Biggest Fan Contest. Yes, so congratulations. Wow, that's awesome. Congrats. So, yeah, I mean, that rod and reel is amazing. Everything. I mean, awesome, awesome experience. Cool, awesome. Glad, glad you liked it. So, my question would be for you, like, now, fishing, major league fishing, and the bass. I mean, a lot of the what you guys are talking about tonight, about, you know, more from the angler side of things. Yeah. What's your opinion on the fishery aspect of it you think that it's better for these fisheries like fishing the major league you know fishing format than it is the bass format so i know on that last tournament on thousand islands justin lucas said that he had six fish die yeah so you, you get penalized you know for that and yeah. i don't know how often i don't see it in the show but yeah. Is, it, is it better for the fish with that major league fishing format? It, it is. It is. I mean, that that's honestly a big benefit of, of that format, you know, which is catch, weigh, and release immediately, you know. And, and from a conservation standpoint, MLF has really stepped stepped up the bar, you know. Um, you, you know, and not that there's – I'm not going to say there's no mortality, you know, no death from fish in the MLF, but but catching, weighing, releasing immediately, and especially, you know, you can't hit the carpet, you got to do a slow release. All that stuff's intended to promote a healthy fisheries. Um, you know, in tournaments, they, they have about a 80 to 90% release ratio in most of those events. So, you know, that you're going to lose some fish, and that's the reality of that. So um, I, I think from a conservation standpoint, MLF is is better, you know? Pete? Yeah. You know, the, and that's certainly going to be what the perception is, but there's no mortality statistics with MLF. That's true. So we really don't know the, you know, we really don't know the answer. We can certainly, I agree with you, it's, it's probably the case. Right. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you probably. know, and, and and I, it's probably the case. Probably. You, you well, the thing, is, the, 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 the thing is, like, on the FLW okay. that was at St. Clair, you know, I heard guys talking about, like, on the third day of that event, guys idling out of, what's it called, uh, Metro Harbor. Metro. Yeah, idling Metro out of Harbor. Metro, and there's corpses oh, everywhere uh, on either side of the uh, canal. Yeah. I mean, that's that sucks, you we, know? We, we hate that. We certainly don't want that, you know? And 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 Justin Lucas argu- arguably lost the tournament, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, those dead he fish. He definitely lost that tournament with those six fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just because they're bringing them up from the depths. Yeah, I mean, I. But I see, think... at, at, the, at the MLF, you're still br- in that scenario. You'd still be bringing them up from the depths. Well, that's a good but point. you're releasing them immediately, not towing them around for six hours. But you still released their, or filled up their that's air true. bladder. That's true. So you're still going to deal with. How many of them are going to be able to recover and get back down? Right. Are you going to have to, you know, fizz them, fizz them or, um, you know, you can't compare them. Right. There's, there's, right. there's two I different fisheries. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
But Greetings. that was a great, great question. It's a great question. Honestly, it's a you know, it's a complicated question. I appreciate that though, but uh, you know, we can't compare them with that MLF because there's no stats. We need stats, Marty Stone. If you're watching, you should be the statistician for that. If I was MLF, I'd say we're way better. There's no way to prove otherwise. Yeah, but bass, if they come in and and they clearly have air in their bladder, the guys know how to fizz them there at the release boat. They do six hours after they were caught. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I mean, either way. I mean, but at least is they're that, getting... Is that a bad thing or a good thing? But at least they're getting emptied. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, they're putting them back. Right. Peter. What? You know, well, a lot of... Peter's you, advocate. You use, you use catch and release. We have uh, something to sedate the fish. You have weights to put on their fins. Arguably, when you release the fish, he's in better shape than when you first had him in your hands. It's true. No, what do you mean it's true? Well, I mean... Well, just be saying stuff. There's, there's <laughs> it's, it's an argument don't, to be made. Don't, yeah. don't let, you know, don't let Peter. We we get our hands on them. We protect them. We do the best we can to to I, release them. Better I don't than think that the Ben's things killing most of those fish. I mean, most of the ones that I saw die were hooked in the tongue or had a deep deep hook in them. They weren't the ones that had the bends. Yeah. You know what Is I mean? That right? Those fish, well, those fish make it back. I think one of the things that that gets them too, especially in the smallmouth in that scenario, is the exhaustion. Uh, you're using light line. And you're not getting in a hurry to get those fish into the boat. By the time they get there, the the exhaustion factor. You fought them for ten minutes. I don't know. Is a big Whoops. factor. I don't know, Pete. I saw them four five pounders come in awfully quick. Quicker what, than any two pound smallmouth I've ever caught. It depends on who you watched. You know, yeah. some some of the guys with braid. The guys with braid were were bringing them in so much quicker than guys yeah. with with the straight flora. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Matt, you've tore this room apart with that question. <laughs> we were at each other's throats. Well, yeah, I mean, I watch you both events. It's kind of, you know, crazy when you see, like, the fish aspect of it. Yeah. You know, when I fish small local tournaments around here, and, I mean, you see you see fish die every tournament, but, you know, when I watch the show and I only see it on the show, you don't see any fish really killed, you know, watching the, the actual Major League Fishing show. So I wasn't sure... You know, if there was his greatest loss or if it was, you know, just better. Because you get, like, Thousand Islands, like you guys were talking about, now that it's made aware and you're going to have bass events there, is that fishery going to be the same in five years? You know, it's it's uh, it's certainly a valid concern, and and I love all the, all the things that MLF is doing. I really do. I love the things that Bass is doing to protect the fish and conserve the resource. I think it's an amazing thing for the sport. Um, you know, it is tough. You know, when you see a four or five pound fish, he's 20 years old. He's older than Eric, the intern. You know, so <laughs> you you want to you want to protect that fish, and we want to do everything we can possibly do uh, to to put those fish back and and make them safe. Um, you know, to to continue on. So, but well, it's it's great observation. It's certainly uh, you know a part of our sport that. Uh, you know, we, we continue to refine and continue to get better at. But it's a, it's a great observation and great question. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank, thank you, Matt. Congrats on the big right. W. Thank you with guys the, have a good rest of your night. You thank, too, buddy. Thank you. Now that, we're, now that we're all depressed with fish mortality. Now we're all pissed off. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> going off of that conservation of fish topic, I just had one thing to mention real quick, and I did a video on the Ike Live social media about this not too long ago. Release Ruler has got something really cool going on right now. It's called the 2018 
huge bass championship. A release ruler is basically a portable ruler you can take around. You can measure your fish, put them right back in the water. There's no, you know, reducing fish mortality, all that good stuff. And like I said, they have something going on right now, the 2018 Huge Bass Championship. You can submit your catches that you measure on the release ruler and then have a chance to win some really cool stuff. So go check them out, releaseruler.com. What, what, what does the release ruler do? I mean, it's... It's just a ruler to measure your fish. It's a simple okay. concept, but like I said, they got this huge bass championship going on right now where you can take a picture of your fish with the ruler, and there's different brackets, and it's a pretty cool deal. So like I said, just go to releaseruler.com, check out more, and, um, you know, it's perfect to talk and about. And it's all bass fishing, or just any fish? Uh, I believe it's bass. It's it's the huge bass championship. So anyone in the world can compete against each other. In the United pretty States. pretty cool. It is. I feel cool like deal. I'm at a significant disadvantage being in no Jersey, where there's no big ones. Well, it depends on what kind of species you're what after, dude. I think I think that's where the bracket system yeah. comes into play too. I don't yeah. think it's you're going up against guys from Florida. I mean, you know? we got monster catfish on the Susquehanna River, not far by, not far away. We got giant striped bass and bluefish and all kinds of all kinds of species around here. Well, that must have been an amazing trip. To Iceland. Yes. Now I'm back here. How? <laughs> Post vacation <laughs> depression. Yes. How did you pick Iceland? I don't know. It was always on my bucket list. It's like huge on my bucket list. I wanted to go to Iceland. Is it because women rule the country? Do women rule the country? That's what I. That's what I read. They probably do. No one, Becky. That's what it is. <laughs> I know. I'm, I know what, we know. We all know what you're up to, Beck. <laughs> no, it's always been on my bucket list, uh-huh. and I told Mike. I said I, I, for my 40th birthday, I really a, a trip somewhere is what I want. And so we listened. Wow. And a trip it was. You got married by a. Did voice. you see the Great Wall? There's a Great Wall. Isn't that where uh, Game of Thrones uh, wall? Yeah, is? they have like tours and stuff. They do film. Yeah. There. Hey, Pete, we got a call on the line. Willie Williams on the one. Willie Williams, welcome to the Ike Live Show. What can we do for you? What's going on, my friends? How are you? Man, we're doing great. We're doing great. What's your question? Well, I, uh, more of a statement than anything. So, uh, you know, Jer, you know, all the money gets dumped into uh, FLW. The, uh, the cup gets moved uh, from Owachita. There's all this uh, talk about a new movie. Uh, you know, something's going down in 2020, and, and uh, I just want your thoughts on it. I mean, more than rumors, your guts got to tell you that something else is happening here, at least a setup for like a big, big 2020 change. Well, we we talked uh, for hours about it, and 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 yeah, there the, the rumors are not unsubstantiated, but there's there's definitely some some groups that are making plays, and they're going to be changing things. But you brought up something that's really really interesting. That, that we hadn't talked about is that the FLW Cup was moved. Uh, yeah, they said it was, uh, you know, for, for cell coverage, but I, I kind of think there's just more to that than, than just cell coverage. You know, well, what do you, what do you think uh, in addition to the cell coverage, which I agree it's kind of a cryptic reason to move a tournament. Yeah. What, what do you think uh, was the reason they moved it? Willie Williams? Well, I think they're, I think they're kind of maybe... Just a theory, but maybe bringing it back home to, to Arkansas. There's, uh, you know, kind of bringing all of the the history back for a kind of a big bang in 2020, and it's going to be kind of a kickoff for a maybe one um, league or the joining of a league, maybe Ooh. something of, uh, of that scenario. Ooh. Wow, 
I like that conspiracy theory. A lot of, a lot of thoughts I there. I like that I mean, one. It's about all the changes they're making. It just, it just, it, it's got that writing all over it. Yeah. I did You're not. Right. I, I didn't did, think of it. I from did that not relate like that. the moving of the FLW Cup to anything that's going on. No, but 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 it makes sense, right? Yeah. With the timing, dude. How amazing! I, mean, I, I I think it would be amazing. I think it would be amazing that in one short year, we could solve half of the problems and create one league with one world championship. Dude. Oh, it's coming! It's that coming. Would, the writing's on the wall. The money's yeah. getting up. <laughs> Getting sponsored and laid down, if you will, in, in one organization, and uh, there'll be some other changes coming. But I think the writing's there. Willie on the wall. I like it. I think Willie should be the new president of the Anglers Association. I agree. I agree. I agree. Willie, I, I Willie, we might him. need to get your contact info. <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's on the caller ID. But uh, if you want to talk in more detail with some other conspiracy uh, theory. I'm I'm here to chat, my friend. I like it. I like it. Man, that's a good one. I actually think that's the best theory we've had all night. We've had a lot of theories thrown yep. around. I like that one the best. Wow. Well, it was pretty fascinating the the fact that they uh they claimed that cell coverage. I mean talk we one of the callers or one of the IM guys asked a question about what are we doing to cater to the Yeah, you know, to yeah. the new community. Right. And FLW you know, appears to be making the statement minus the conspiracy right. theory that you know because of the you know better cell coverage, they can produce a better product and they can bring the the viewership into the tournament better uh, by moving the tournament to a place that has better cell coverage. That's right. that's uh, it does seem far fetched, but that 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 if that's if that's face value, that's that's pretty you know impressive on the way the the sport's going to go. Yeah. Oh, you're going to need that cell covers when they make that announcement. Trust me. That's probably a good play on their part. <laughs> wow, man. That, that's a great one. I love the trash talk, Willie. I do, too. Thanks for the call, Willie. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. See you, buddy. That, and wasn't somebody shot at at uh, Lake Hamilton? Lake Hamilton, Brian DeCarpenter? I don't know. Was it? Yeah, that didn't what our, what's, uh, what's our homie that we had on the list? Wait show? a minute. Did it go from Wachita to Hamilton? It went from Wachita to Hamilton. Oh, yeah. yeah it was in Wachita. Yeah. What was our homie that covered Wachita? We had him on the last show. The, the, the website is not around anymore. What's his name? Jeff Crate. <laughs> flowers? Yeah, Randy Flowers. flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might be who that was. I, I thought maybe it was. <laughs> Mother, Randy Flowers. What are we talking about? Randy Flowers. He sounded a lot like Randy Flowers, the caller just now. <laughs> the last one? Yeah. Have we done everything we're supposed to do? Did you talk about this thing yet? No, we didn't talk about that. We, it's 10 o'clock. Can we yeah. do that? Yeah, we will. Oh, my God, yes. We're to, <laughs> Becky's still pissed off she's not nice one. I know. If anyone hasn't noticed, she's been, she's been furious since she got too. back. Do we have a caller? We do. <laughs> okay, let's get this caller, and then we'll we'll do our product review. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Landon Tucker from Edo, Georgia. What's up? What's up, man? What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? We haven't heard from you in forever. Three years. Uh, it's been a few years. Yeah. I want to tell you, though, you're one of the original Ike Live supporters, and we thank you for that. Landon. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Always, dude. What's, right. what's cooking? How you been? What's 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 going on? What's shaking? Oh, uh, not a whole lot. Just working and uh, still fishing some and... Probably don't have to go. I wrote my dad. He went to the coach championship this year, so. Yes. That's good. That is good. That's good stuff. 
Do you have um, Do you have any conspiracy theories as well? <laughs> I, I've heard some stuff with the grapevine, but everything I've heard has been, you know, said tonight. So that's that's all I got. But on the topic of uh, the, uh, you always talked about anglers need to have some formations like uh, like about the PAA or whatever. Yeah. So. Who's going to head that up? The last caller. I mean, we, I mean, we, I mean, we sit here. <laughs> Willie Williams. Willie Williams. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, Do what? That, I mean, no, that's that's actually, that's honestly, a re- we were joking and said the last caller, but that's actually a really, really good question. Um, and, and and Becky and I talked about that a little bit. We, we theory, theorized how that would have to happen. And I think you would have to have, you know, a veteran angler. Be be one or two veteran anglers be a part of it, and I think you would have to hire, make a hire, and there are people out there that are sort of labor organizers that that's their profession, and you know from a legal standpoint, they know what to do, how to organize, and how to do labor rights, and they never have found Jimmy Hoffa. Right, Jimmy Hoffa's still in concrete, so maybe we could find him and hire him. <laughs> could be the new hire. But you know, I'm too young. To, I'm, too young I'm, too, I'm too young to know who that is. You know, but wait. Here's the real oh my question. Uh uh-uh. No, but yeah, here's he uh-uh. no, but here's the real <laughs> question. Landon, do you know who Cheech and Chong is? I do. Okay. Thank you. Thank back, you for back, knowing. Back that. when I back when I worked at Academy, they called me Cheech for I, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had I had a lot longer hair back then, and yeah, it was. I think I think I know why. Yeah, but here's but here's the thing. Getting back to this, get, getting back to this point, um, it's ha- it's not like what we're talking about doing has never been done, dude. It's been done in football. It's been done in baseball. It's been done in hockey. It's been done in golf to a certain extent. So you know, this this thing's it's not out of the realm of possibility. You know, you just have to get the guys on the same page. And and your what your example that you gave of Ray Scott was a great example, right? This may be our one chance to stand up and fight for what's right, and we don't want to let it slip past, you know? No, definitely not. Yeah, it's a great example. The race. But we, you, you know, and Ken, I, what I see happening Duke made is, a great is, point. Where you go? <laughs> what is your favorite? Brian, Brian poison, Mike. Uh, I, I ate the same stuff, so don't blame me for him. <laughs> okay, Ken, one, one more thing. It's, yeah, like, like what Ken said, how often is it that we hear that the anglers get whatever they want? How often do you hear that? Have you ever heard that? I've never, as an angler, we never get what we want. Is that what the perception exactly. is out there in, in the fishing community? It's whatever Bass says goes, whatever FOW says goes. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. But I think I think Ken made a good point. He said that the anglers need to have one singular voice. Yeah. They they need to have one voice uh, as a group, and it's it's very very hard. I mean, we've got guys that are twenty year, thirty year veterans, and we got new rookies, and um, and but every sports face that same challenge, you know. But at some point, the the anglers need to need to have one voice, and if in the best case scenario for the anglers, it's a lightning bolt, like Ray Scott was. You know, it's yeah. a it's a powerful character. It's a powerful voice. Um, that can communicate a great message, that can negotiate with all these powerful people 
you know, like Johnny Morris and, you know, Bass and FLW that, that can that can do that. Um, you know, that's, that's what I think the, the anglers need. I think there's a perception that if the anglers were to have a union, that it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing because the anglers need the tournament organization for a platform. So they need them. The tournament organization serves a huge purpose and is very needed. But they also need the anglers to come together and and be of joint mind and be very together and unified because the anglers are needed for the tournament organizations to exist. So they need the anglers and the anglers need the tournament platform. So there's no reason that you shouldn't have both of those. There's no negative in there. It's all a positive for the sport to move forward and progress to that next level. I agree. They, they both need each other. Transparency. They've got to be able to talk. They've yeah. got to be able to work together. Uh, the anglers have felt disparaged in a lot of the cases. And, uh, you know, honestly, I don't know what the owners' uh, beefs are. Owners? Yeah, like the FLW Bass. They, You know, I know the anglers, right? We beef all the time, man. We're, you know. Well, Mike's in the bathroom beefing right now. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a fun night. Well, he ain't here, so he's beefing somewhere. They're beefing. Here's my dream scenario. I can see it happening right now. You guys are all going orga- to attempt to organize. The owners are going to lock you out. And the YouTubers are going to take over. <laughs> oh, yeah. And push the tournament. That's your dream scenario? Oh, my God. How amazing would that be? <laughs> oh, my God. That'd it's be so incredible. Disturbing. I would love to see that. I wonder if any of the invitations in this new formation went out to the YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> how good can they catch them without being able to edit the videos? That's what I want to see. I know. I, love it. I got abused on my last live piece. They're like, is Gluzek ever going to catch a fish? That's true. I remember it. Talk it's the easy. They're rolling. everywhere. Yeah. Well, when when you go live, you go live. Yeah. But that that's a great question. I thank you very much uh, yes. for your input and good to hear uh, from you, Landon. Yeah. yeah. Good to hear. Don't from you, don't make it another three yeah, years. Yeah, right, see you, buddy. Hey, I love the show. Keep it up. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> see you, buddy. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, man. So did you talk about that cool little new line cutters deal? Yes, we did. We man. sure did. Right, the, the zipper pull. I'm just checking about? on you guys. I know. Yeah, Keep it up. We didn't do the unboxing yet. You want to do it? Oh, you know what? A quick shout out to Steve Donis, our, our buddy Steve's. His daughter's been going through it again. Oh. Um, yeah, Steve's very, very, very dear to us. The sweetest human being ever, and uh, his daughter's been going through a lot of surgeries and and some complications lately. So. Please keep Steve in your prayers. Steve Nell, uh, he's he's uh, doing some artwork for Bass, right? Was he in Bass Times? Yeah, he was believe. doing some stuff for them. He yep. got that deal at the Classic, remember? Yep. He's so excited. He, he he's did. like a human teddy bear. He is yes, the absolutely. greatest person. It's a big love fest when Steve's around. I know. We should Steve all aspire to have a heart as big as his. Yes. Indeed. Yep. But we're all just angry, grumpy people. I That's, know. Yeah. We need right. more relaxation rooms. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't even hang out in a relaxation room. What does that say about me? My flawed personality. I can't even relax. It sounded to me like in Iceland, there's nothing. nothing they don't have anything for you guys to do. They just what is? There's nothing to do here. Let's call it a relaxation room. Right. Yeah. 
Just let here. And, <laughs> and we'll put chairs out, and we'll sell it. I bet, you there's, I bet you a majority of the world would have thought that was a lovely place. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys just got the giggles. <laughs> Shout out to Big Kev's. Shout out to Big Kev's. Thanks to the shits. <laughs> Won't blame him for your problems. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the hot tub problems. water tonight? I may, maybe I have. How, I don't know. how, how was that uh, prepared or kept on the ride from New York State? Uh, to the Iconelli's. And foil on my dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one. Uh-huh. It didn't help <laughs> that you rubbed it on your taint before you put it Dude, those ribs were oh, No, the yes. ribs are great. Let's I'm talk about this up. thing and open a box. Okay, let's do that. Uh, I, this is a cool part of the show, Pete, and uh, this is the TH Marine <laughs> product review, and we've reviewed some really is cool... Is that a new part? We're doing product reviews? We're doing product reviews. We've been doing it. Okay. We've been doing it. We're talking about it. I've been here for a couple oh, shows. Okay. Uh, and we've done some staples from TH. Of course, we've done Atlas, Jackplate. We've done the, the Cull Rings. We've done G-Juice. Uh, gosh, we've done so many uh, great products from TH. But here's a new one that I really like. I actually installed this on my own boat before the last tournament. Literally five minutes install on this thing. And it's the Troll Jacket. Okay? It's a Troll Jacket. And... The best way I can describe it to our viewers, because I know who the Ike Live viewer is, it's a condom for your trolling motor. Trolling motor cables. Right, for your trolling motor cables is the best way I can describe it. I'm going to undo this thing, Pete, and I'll show you what we've got here. And we've got a, a, a neoprene, neoprene style wrap. It's got a heavy-duty Velcro on either side. And you can wrap this thing around... Your trolling motor cable it does a couple things, man. It keeps it, um, it it keeps it from tearing. You know, a lot of times that stress, you'll get those cracks and rips in your in your cable sleeve. It also keeps your wires more contained, right? I've even seen some guys only use like one or two zip ties now that they're using this, right? Because it keeps it totally contained, which is nice if you have an emergency transducer yeah, change. Repair. It makes it a lot nicer, but. Man, what a cool product right here. It's the Troll Jacket. Um, and we're going to be giving this away tonight, Brian DeCarpenter. Is that correct? Uh, sure. Yes, we're giving this away. I don't know away. if anyone's still watching. I don't know if anyone's so, still watching. So this, this, this so the two of you still watching. Yes. Brandon Tucker and Willie. Yeah, you have a Willie chance Williams. to win Willie the Williams. Troll Jacket. <laughs> this this goes from the foot pedal. That's right. Up to the trolling motor. Well, wherever the cables tie into the trolling motor. That's right. Depending on which brand yep. you have it'll go into the brackets it's, or it'll go into the trolling motor that's head, right. right up this, to the head this is a universal wrap so if you're running mincota it works if you're running motor guide it works if you have one of those old bass boats and you're running that johnson oem trolling motor you got that thing <laughs> dude guys had that up at pack i remember guys running that johnson dude, that was the greatest foot it pedal. was wasn't it that was so easy to control yeah that was a good a long time ago yeah speaking of rumors i heard there's a Third-party trolling motor manufacturer. What? What? On the front, Mincota. If anybody from Mincota is watching, you might want to prepare yourself. What? I heard there's a third-party trolling motor manufacturer. MLF trolling motor? Well, I don't know if it's MLF or not. I can't confirm. Is it Asian? <laughs> Maybe every, Asian. Every, I don't know. Everything's MLF. Right? Everything. Tohatsu. Speaking of Asian, did you hear John McGraw's going to Scotland? 
I heard that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> wait, wait, how did you hear that? <laughs> What's that? How did you hear that? I heard it from Big John today. Big John Milchanowski said, hey, did you hear that John's going to Scotland? I was like, no. So you know. heard from Milch that McGraw's going to Scotland. Yes. <laughs> and how the hell did you hear? I mean, I talked to McGraw. Yeah, we, he needs a, we need an intervention. <laughs> what do you that mean? That kid's lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> Right, he's mad that he's not the first to know. That's right. That retard right needs to pull his head out of his ass and call freaking friends. Part <laughs> of his bullshit. <laughs> Cut this piece and send it to McGraw tomorrow. Dude, let's right? have. Dude, here's. I can, this is a I, great can, I can see why he calls me now. <laughs> <laughs> call Pete McGraw. Dude, this is a great <laughs> idea for a show. Let's get McGraw here. In this room, we'll do an intervention like that show on TV. How funny would that be? We'll have all his loved ones. We'll have Mrs. McGraw. No. Mr. McGraw. Mike no. McGraw. Mike is literally literally the worst idea you've ever no, had. No, it's not. Becky. Becky. No. This is a great idea for a show. I'm We're out. not doing this. Dude, John would be like, you know, we'll be we'll be breaking it down to him, and you'll be talking, John, why well, you need to, you know, this. And John McGraw is, we're going to move along. Okay. All right. He used to be a friend of ours. <laughs> he used to he's now Pete's friend. He's still now Pete's friend. That's not true. Um, you can catch him in Scotland in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, Good luck in Scotland. Please check it out. A brand new product, TH. It's a troll jacket. Really cool product. Check it out. It'd be great on your troll motor. Let's do, uh, let's do the unboxing right now. This is a really cool part of the show. We're going to do a mystery tackle box. Are we doing the elite box, Brian? The Elite Box. No. No. Pro Box. Which one did you give me? The, the one in front of you. Oh. Grab it and break right, the tape. Right there. Yeah. That's yeah. probably it. Okay. We're going to do a mystery tackle box unboxing. This is a Pro Box. And as usual, we're going to pass it around. We're going to pass it to Pete, and we're going to pass it to Becky, and we're going to hmm. all pick out one product. Hmm. And here's the best part of this box. Listen, I love to hear the seal break for the first time. <laughs> Listen to this. Ready? Everybody quiet. Ready? Here it goes. Everything's great the floor. sound that is. Um, all right, we're gonna do a little review here. Uh, God, I, I got it, man. This, this actually is a good box, dude. I know. Brian the Carpenter. I told you. Got Snatchix in here, all kinds of stuff. Snatchix? Uh, could be a Snatchix. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one, Pete, and pass it to you. I want to talk about this real quick. We've got a. Lunker Hunt Prop Frog. And with the with the whole craze right now of whopper plopper, buzz bait, churning type baits, this is actually a really cool bait. I, I actually wanted to try this. I never did. Uh, I'm going to un, uh, undo this from the box here and let you take a look What's at it. What's on the back of it? It's got, look at this. It's got the trailer hook yeah, on it. Yeah, it has so the trailer hook yeah. in the middle, and it's got two, look at this, Pete. Two whopper plopper style legs oh, in the back. Good. So hollow bodied frog, pretty weedless, pretty soft, big trailer. Dude, at night, that would be a killer, eh? Hey. What do you think about that, eh? Hey, do you do you uh do either one of you guys mess around with that trailer hook on a frog? No, but you you got me interested in it though. You really you, you really don't? I don't mess around with it, no. Does anybody throw it? I don't think yeah, so. Well, I've, I've, I, I, I mean, of, I know a lot of people come into my boat throw it. 
I, I can tell you the frog guys that I know, Rojas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Crochet, yeah. Ashama, they do not throw it. Right. Why, it's does interesting. it change the action? I don't know. Oh, speaking of frogs, that sneaky frog. Oh, yes. Dude, that, that sneaky frog's ridiculous. It's the bond. It's it the catches real, yeah. sneaky, sneaky frog's the real deal. The had a lot of fun with that this weekend. Actually, well, we only had the big one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, the bomb. They are outstanding. See the way dude. it walks, dude. You can walk it in one spot. Oh yeah. You can just stay in one spot. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it's like a super spook. Really good hookup percentage oh, too. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I was jacking them on it. Yep. Super hook long on hook yeah. on it. Hooks in the back. Dude, yep. where do you start skipping it under docks? Oh, those fish that have no idea. They've never seen a top water. Dude, under that oh, you could you could sit it under that dock for like ten minutes. I feel like just. So anybody listen, that's a mullock sneaky mullock frog. Mullock sneaky frog. It's, it's the deal. All right, Pete, your product right. is spinnerbait. Dobbins. Dobbins. Jump Bob right. Dobbins, Mr. Bob Dobbins, <laughs> Gary Dobbins, Mr. Gary Dobbins. <laughs> uh, Dobbins. Dobbins is making a spinnerbait. The spinnerbait world. Who wow. knows what else? I didn't know this. Looks good though. Uh, Gary, Hold it out again, Pete. Gary Dobbins. Components uh, look Dobbins nice. Dobbins rods. Uh, from throw it up to you, E. Uh, won like six thousand million boats out on the west, west coast. Dobbins is a stick out. You know, west. dominant stick out on the west coast. Uh, coming out with a spinnerbait. Looks Anybody like a blue. Looks like a blue herring. Blue model. herring. Becky's on her phone. Yeah. Nope. Becky's not on her phone. Looks like she's on my phone. phone. Oh, my bad. She's looking at a bait. All right. So we had a spinnerbait, <laughs> and now, now this, uh, Beck. I think you picked. There's a lot of cool products in there, but I think you picked the most unique product in the whole box. And what do you have there? So this is a larva from Fanatic Bait. A larva. It looks, it looks like a larva. And it's purple and sparkly. Whoa. And it almost has like this like beaver tail. Thingy like for vibration. I don't even know what to say. It's like a beetle. It looks like a helgramite. Helgramite. How do you say that? Helgramite. How do you think you hook this? Show that to everybody. How do you think you? Is it helgramite or helgramite? Helgramite. Helgramite. I'm actually really curious to see what that does. Yeah, can I see one? Yeah, it's really cool. Here, Pete. I'm really curious about this. Texas rig. It's pretty. It's. It's jointed, kind of. It's got a big. Head to oh, what about biting Brian? What about Brian the Carpenter? What about biting the head off that and putting it on the back of the chatterbait? Okay. Little, right? It has a lot of movement. I can see that. What about biting the head off it and putting it on the scrounger? Ooh. Oh, scrounger. That's a cool what bait. Do you, what do you do with this? You 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 put it next to the the coffee pot. Where your wife gets her coffee in the morning. <laughs> that would scare living. Now you could you could you could Texas rig this. You could use it as a jig trailer or or a, or a trailer. You could you could Carolina rig it. Yeah, you could Texas rig it. Do you it's know what creature, it does? It's look a creature like, bait. Yeah. What's yeah. the um? The kids still have it, but when when we were young, we had it. it Ronnie. No, it was the thing where. It's like a toy, and you have molds, and you pour the hot. Oh, creepy critter. Creepy cre- crawlers. Cre- creepy crawlers. It looks like a creepy yeah, crawler. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's some other good stuff in here. Got some more soft plastics. What's that soft plastic with the big wagtail on it? Uh, it's Snatrix, right? It's supposed to be um, it's supposed to be an elim- uh, eliminator. It's an eel. An eel. Oh, Delaware River, Pete. Eel. Young of the but Year Sarasotas. Dances eel. It's just like one big tail. Young of the Year Sarasotas. They're real fat. With Don Skalewski. <laughs> Talking about Young of the Young of Yo. the Year Sarasotas. By the way. Young- Pete's boy still still throws them. Dom no. Sky spinnerbaits. Who does? Oh, man. Rich? 
No, Craig. Craig. Craig gets. Oh, Craig. Craig. Craig's found it at a, a uh, flea market, fishing flea market deal. Yeah. He found a a guy that would that is patterned the old. Uh, You're Zalewski. kidding me. Yeah, hydro hydro lure. Parachute front. Parachute front. Tin foil in it. Tin foil, red. Wow. Red things. Yeah. Got the hammered blades. Whoa. Yeah, he's ca- he catches them on it too. On the Delaware River, man, he he wins tournaments out there and he catches them on it all the time. Wow. Hydra. Hydra spin. Skalewski. That's a good bait. You have your purple creatures back. Oh, Parachute. My purple's right there. It's a good cool. spinnerbait. Yes. Because very, very good. at Christmas, someone will be receiving this. Yes. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Oh, no, we got to give that away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before anybody pockets that stuff, we're supposed yeah. to give that to one of the winners for Yeah, tonight. we're giving that away tonight. Um, we gave it away. You're I, only getting three of them. I think we're... Uh, we're out. Yeah, we're out. Uh, let me uh, let me thank everybody for watching tonight. It's been a great show. Uh, we had an amazing lineup tonight, Pete, including Ken Duke. What, mm-hmm. what, what's his new title now, Bri? What do we call him? The Czar of, uh, I don't know. The Czar? No, it was something else before. The Czar of Professional Bass Vision? Oh, uh, the Duke? Someone said yeah, the Bass Corpedia. The Swami. The Bass Corpedia. Uh, shout out to Ken Duke. Really great insight to the state of the sport right now. Also had Justin Atkins on, Beck. Yep. Recent winner of the Bass Open down on, uh, on on that Alabama lake, whatever the hell the name of that lake was. <laughs> um, and also want to give a special shout out to all the callers that called in tonight. That was really nice to have some callers again. I like that. We need to incorporate yeah, that into the show. We need to do that more, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Uh want to remind everybody. Um, you talk so damn much, we never get time. I know. It's my fault. Um, my bad. A lot of great sponsor plugs real quick. If you're watching, before I let you go, go to MTB. Use the promo code IKELIVE. You're going to get a discount there. Go to Bash University. Use the promo code TRYBU. We're going to give you 10 days free. Go to TH Marine. Use the promo code IKELIVE. Go to Liquid Mayhem. Use the promo code IKELIVE25 for 25% off the best scent in the world. Go to Real Snot. Promo code IKELIVE25. 25% off. All the real snot product, longer, smoother cast. Flambo, Pete, you mentioned this earlier. Go to Flambo, use the promo code Ike Live. Twenty percent off anything on Flambo, Beck, including hunting stuff. For all our hunting guys watching oh, right now, yeah. it's a big bonus. It's double double. You can get the backpack. That's right. We don't have a TH uh, promo code. Whatever. And then finally, <laughs> but you should go and try to use that at TH. You should, you should definitely do that. Work. Yeah, make sure you hit up their customer service. That's right, hit up their customer service and say you gotta I'll have a take that from. Get my DMs. I'll give you Luke Duncan's direct contact. <laughs> His personal He'll cell phone number. Up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, Tackle Warehouse. Go to Tackle Warehouse and buy a Ike Revo right now, and you'll get a free uh, Abu Garcia tournament jersey, limited edition tournament jersey. It's pretty yep. good shit. Oh, and starting this week, you can go to MikeIcnelli.com and buy that super cool hat you have on your head. That's right. Brand that new the, the plaid. They showed up on Plaid Friday. pattern hat right here. Brian DeCarver, give me a little close-up right here, can you? Yeah, man. Real quick, making you work one last time. Look at that. Little plaid, new plaid Ike logo hat. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Hot off the presses. I got a new John here. McGraw has, gets that hat. <laughs> I don't he know who it. that is, Pete. <laughs> He's the dead. friend formerly known as John McGraw. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and real quick, I forgot line cutters, the brand new zipper pull available for pre order. Go to linecutters.com, use Ike Live Rules 20. That's right. 20% off any line Be cutters. the first kid on your block with one. That's right. Uh, Brian Carpenter, too, let me remind everybody 
if you want to catch up on old Ike Lies, if you missed some of the last shows, we have Caleb Summerall on the last one. If you missed that show, you can go back anytime and you can watch on IkeLive.com, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. And if you're at iTunes, do us a favor. If you like what you hear, if you, if you enjoy the programming, give us a positive review. That'll help us a lot. Upcoming show schedule? Yeah, Who knows? This yeah. is probably the last one forever and ever. Because <laughs> Becky hates the show, so uh, it's probably can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete, did you have something before we yeah, go? Yeah, re- real quick. I just want to give a shout out. All right, out. thanks, everybody. <laughs> to Kyle Hall, the winner of the Costa on uh, Thousand Islands. Yes, that's right. Kyle Hall. And, and our boy Carl Jacobson. Yeah. yeah. Carl. Second place. Second place. Good job, mate. Yep. Congrats, mate. Second place. Straight away. That was awesome. 20, 20, 20, 20. That's, the, that's what the weigh-ins look like at Thousand Islands. It's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. In fact, we got to buy property up there. We just have to. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hope you have a great week. It's Monday tomorrow. Have a safe week. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to Pete Glusick, Rebecca on the couch, Eric the intern, Brian the carpenter. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. And uh, once again, sorry to Dick Morris, and, and uh, we're supposed to have you on the show, but it just didn't work out. Good night, everybody. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to watch Fish My City. It's supposed to come out. Who knows when? October 12th. October 12th. Actually, I, I will say this. I know. <laughs> I will say this. No, I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep everybody for long. But the next Ike Live, we're gonna have an Ike Live between now and when that show airs, right? I hope so. No, we're gonna. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, you, we're gonna have. It's gonna be a really cool show because we're gonna have clips that nobody else will be able to see. Okay. We're gonna premiere here on Ike Live. We're also gonna fill you in on. Let's just do it right now. We'll give you the date. You know the date of the premiere party? Yes. Let's just do it. Um, October 11th. It's the day before. <laughs> October 11th at Xfinity in what? Philadelphia. Oh, real? Yes. Xfinity Live. Yeah, we've got our own bar. We're having a giant... Look at me lounging. Yeah. Uh, fish My City. Me. Yes, we're having a giant Fish My City premiere party open to the public. Everybody's invited at Xfinity in Philadelphia. We're going to give you more information on the next Ike Live. It's going to be good, Pete. Yeah, John, John John McGraw has a table reserved. He does. It. John has a table with vodka. I hope it's at the other end. <laughs> right, right <laughs> next to it. Uh, love it. All right, everybody have a great night. Good night. Good, good night, night, everybody. Good night. All right, just coming home from fishing, and tonight Ike Live around 7, 7-ish, 7, 10, 7, 12. It's going to be a crazy show. It always is. It's always insane. But, all right, Brian, you're friends with me on Facebook and Twitter. Mike, Ike, the man, he's friends with me on Facebook and Twitter. Eric the intern, I sent a friend request, I don't know, a month ago, two months ago. Nothing. Crickets. So... I think that needs to be a topic of discussion. Why doesn't Eric the intern, or why hasn't Eric the intern friended Jim from Loaded for Bass? Let's discuss that tonight. Just a, I don't know, one, two-minute segment after a couple of beers. Let's find out why Eric the intern doesn't follow or friend Jim from Loaded for Bass on Facebook, Twitter. Gotta watch them to go home to crash. Good, good little, good little sidebar for tonight. Let's get people on the IM and all that. All right, tonight, I'm live, seven-ish. Tune in.